Hello and welcome to Quiet Confidence with Dr. Tess Crawley. How are you today? I'm in my practice today. If you ever visited my Hobart practice, you would notice that there are four consulting rooms along one wall. And then in the middle of the office space, there are two very funky looking pods. Well, we call them pods. They are little self-contained office spaces, little standalone boxes, glass-sided, curvy-edged, very, very funky. And they come from Finland. One of them is my office, and we call it the pod. And uh, when you're sitting in there having a meeting with someone, I absolutely love it because when we shut the door, it feels like you're on a train carriage. And so I've started referring to it as the Orient Express. Um, and But today I am recording the podcast from our second little pod, which is actually a phone booth. And sometimes our clinicians who are doing outreach work, rural outreach to our clients who live in country areas and can't access us face to face, um, our clinicians might give them a call. So I'm sitting in our phone booth um, wondering what nickname we should give the phone booth. I think there should be some kind of Clark Kent slash Superman-ism thrown around for this little device. Um, so today I wanted to chat to you about a topic that I have been thinking a lot about this week. I spoke to my mentoring clients yesterday about this topic and I thought it was a fair deal to talk to you guys about it today as well. So the topic is thinking about the big picture. So we sometimes get caught up in the nitty gritty of the detail of everyday life and this can be helpful if we're trying to fine tune something in particular but it can be a real hindrance if we're trying to move forward with something that we're working on so this can also lead into I can, I'm sure you can imagine where I'm going to take you with this. It can lead you to procrastination. It can lead you to stalling your action because you're stuck on the detail and not seeing the big picture. So you've heard me talk before about taking imperfect action. In fact, that podcast episode where I spoke about imperfect action has so far proved to be possibly the most popular um, episode of this Quiet Confidence podcast. Can you guess what the second most popular episode is? The one about procrastination. So these seem to be two topics close to many people's hearts. This notion of being stuck, of being tied up with the detail, being uh, unable to make some kind of forward momentum because you're stuck in the nitty-gritty and you're not feeling confident enough to take that imperfect action you're too being too perfect perfectionistic or anxious to stop procrastinating and sometimes the idea of having a to-do list can be helpful but I'm finding oftentimes and I'm just as guilty as the next person here but I find oftentimes that a to-do list in itself can become a, a, um, a procrastination tool. We spend, too, we spend more time fretting over the, the elements of our to-do list 
so much time, in fact, that we could have had the thing done by now if we'd just gone and done it, taken that imperfect action and done it. So I've mentioned before how with podcasting, I have deliberately refused to get stuck on the sound quality. I would much rather have the impulse to talk to you guys and do it then and there, even if it means locking myself in my bathroom, talking into my ear pods. Um, today, I'm in a sound soundproof booth but that was because the moment struck me while I happened to be here in my practice today so the sound quality varies because I would rather get the message out to you than get stuck on the nitty-gritty of the detail of sound quality now some people might not like my podcast because the sound quality doesn't meet with their oral aesthetic that's okay that's fine it might be that my message isn't for them anyway But for those of you who are able to tolerate the varying sound quality because the message is what you're after, you might not even notice the sound quality differences between episodes. So welcome to you if you're here because you're enjoying the message because you're my people and I'm glad to have you along for the ride. So thinking about big picture versus nitty gritty, I think, I think in big picture terms, so I think that I have the capacity to think of an umbrella, an umbrella image of what it is I'm working towards, an umbrella image of the long game. Now that's a Gary Vaynerchuk term that I often employ when I'm thinking about the work that I do from a day-to-day perspective. I often find that I am engaged in activities that are contributing towards my progress for the long game, so the long-term image or the big picture perspective. So my podcast, for example, if I got stuck in the nitty gritty of details, I'd be too busy procrastinating to actually record anything. My message about confidence, my message about courage is my big picture and the long game is honing my skills over time. So these earlier episodes will sound a bit rougher than perhaps 100 episodes down the track. And that's the long game that I'm playing, is working towards progress. Mel Robbins loves to say, progress, not perfection. And I 100% endorse that philosophy. Because if we don't take the steps every day to make progress, if we sit still stuck in procrastination and perfectionism, we're not playing the long game. We're not holding the big picture in mind. We're being stuck in the, in the minutiae, the tiny bits that are distracting us from progress. So I don't know what project you might have in mind. You might be trying to declutter your home. I know a bunch of my listeners are working on a decluttering project for June. Shout out to you guys. I hope you're doing an awesome job with your decluttering efforts, even if it's just one item a day that goes into a box for um, the op shop or the Goodwill. Then I applaud you. My efforts towards decluttering, the garbage bag that I have been carrying around in the boot of my car for the last three months has made it to the front seat. So hopefully that will mean that I will um, be reminded that that bag of donations is actually in my car. The next time I see a donations box and I'm passing, I'll stop and get rid of that bag from the passenger seat in the front of my car. So my project, my progress, I should say, on uh, decluttering is nowhere near um, what some of you are achieving. I know that because you've got the big picture in mind. You're chipping away every day. You've got a big picture in mind of a home 
where everything in it brings you joy, to use the Marie Kondo um, technique, or where everything has a purpose. Everything is aesthetically pleasing, has a function, you have joy and value in everything that you see in your home. If your home is full of crap, full of all the toys that your kids no longer play with, a pile of red newspapers that you haven't decided whether you're going to throw out or not, magazines, that's my downfall, red magazines or unread magazines even, you can't see the things that you value because there's so much visual noise around you. So the big picture you're working on is wanting to have a home that is more value laden, a home that brings you peace rather than stress, a home where you can just come and enjoy the um, tranquility and the stress reducing benefits of a home that's peaceful and calm visually. But if you got stuck on what should I get rid of, what should I keep, if you overthink every single thing you pick up in your house when you're making a decision to declutter, you're not going to get very far. And this is where, you know, the anxiety and the um, hoarding even can sneak in when you are so attached to every single item because every time you pick it up, it creates decision fatigue in your mind and you can't choose whether to keep it to store it away somewhere sensible or whether to give it away or throw it in the rubbish bin even so big picture thinking that's your goal really that's what we're talking about is having a really big overarching goal in mind and then underneath that big picture you'll have lots of little sub goals so I've been talking to some friends lately about the concept of having a 90-day plan And a 90-day plan is a really nice chunk of time, like a three-month period of time. So you might have some big picture goals of what you want to achieve in 12 months' time. And then you can break that big picture goal down into four sequential chunks of 90 days. And say, okay, in the first chunk of 90 days, this is my project to work on, working towards that bigger picture goal that I want to have achieved in 12 months' time. So whether it's weight loss, whether it's healthy eating, whether it's um, learning a new skill, learning a language, whether it's writing a book, whether it's decluttering your house, whether it's teaching your children to do some chores around the home, whether it's um, getting more exercise, whatever it might be. Being able to have the big picture in mind, know where you're going, knowing what your goal is, knowing what it is that you want to achieve, being able to really visualize that. If you can't visualize it, then you need to sit down and do some journal writing on that. Do some writing around in 12 months time, I will feel, I will be doing, I will look like all of those beautiful visualization techniques and write them down and keep writing until you're fatigued and then write some more because that's where the real gold nuggets come from is when you've pushed past that fatigue point and out of that out of that journaling you might surprise yourself with what you discover that you really think you could achieve or you really want to achieve by 12 months time imagine yourself popping the cork on a champagne bottle what are you going to be celebrating 12 months from today think of it that way And then break that down into four manageable chunks and then break that first chunk, that first 90-day chunk, into into three equal chunks, which gives you monthly goals. And then the first of those three chunks, break that into four, which is your weekly goals. Before you know it, you've got a sequential step 
laid out in front of you a map of how you're going to get to that big picture goal. But you hold the big picture in mind the whole way through so that you know that you're making progress towards something that's meaningful, that's value laden, that's important to you, that's precious. And you're going to take imperfect action some days to get there because it's progress, not perfection that matters. I hope that's helpful for you today. It's been a great conversation that I've had with a bunch of people this week and I think that um, it's a big message around, uh, again, reminding you about taking imperfect action towards your goals because the more action you take and the more progress you make, the more confident you'll feel, the more satisfaction you get. And these are all really good feelings, aren't they? So that's it from me today. I hope you've had a fabulous day wherever you are or I hope it's becoming a fabulous day wherever you are in the world and uh, I want to thank you again for spending time with me today and I will talk to you again really soon. All the best for today. Bye-bye for now.